like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Why Tongues? And now here is Bishop Caldwell. I know it's grievous. The Bible says it's grievous to those that are out of the way. I ain't trying to make you mad. I'm just trying to make you glad that you got the truth. You know, it may sound all that and deep and all that, but just pray to the Father in the name of the Son and let the Holy Spirit use you. That's about the best way to get to that. Now, what about tongues and intercessory prayer? What about that? Tongues and prayer. Romans chapter 8. Now, on the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all together, one place, one accord, suddenly a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind filled the house where they were sitting. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Why tongues? Because tongues, and I don't quite understand all of it, probably never will, but I tell you one thing, if you speak with tongues, you're in a very good position to build yourself up in a world that's trying to tear you down. Okay? All right, tongues. Romans chapter 8. Look at verse 26, verses 26 and 27. The Bible says, and I'm talking about tongues, is a source of intercessory prayer. Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmity. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit not itself, but himself, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession, not for the cowboys, for the saints. (laughs) See, See, every time I get to this place... I have to remind us that we are praying for the saints. <laughs> I know some of y'all are so deep right now, you ain't going to laugh. That's all right. That's all right. Pray for the saints. But notice this. In verse 27, He that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
Look back up to verse 26. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmity. That's weaknesses. That's not sickness. We have weaknesses in our flesh. Okay? The spirit also helpeth our weaknesses. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. It didn't say we didn't know what to pray for. It said we don't know what we should pray for as we ought. What's too much or what's too little? Well, the Holy Ghost got all that covered. So we don't know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So when, when, when you're speaking or praying in other tongues, and don't get it twisted, just like I'm speaking right now in English, I can also pray in English. I can start right now, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and on and on. Okay? And by the same token, as I speak, in this new language, I'm speaking, I'm praying, God knows. I ain't figured that out yet. I just speak with tongues. I pray with tongues. But it's the Holy Ghost at that time, and this is perfect prayer. Because the Holy Ghost that's given us the utterance and we are speaking it is perfect prayer according to God's will. He's making intercession for the saints. And he's doing it through us. That's why it doesn't make no sense. When we're speaking or praying in other tongues, we don't know who we're really praying for, but it's, it's according to God's will for the saints. Yeah. And then we're going to show up at church and don't speak to one another. It's common sense to me. So since we don't know what we should pray for as we are, you might say, well, pray for my husband. He's not feeling well. Uh, Pray for my daughter that she get a job. Okay, well, that's real simple. You know, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would give such and such and so a job. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. But if if it moves up on my heart to pray in other tongues, I'm praying and praying and praying. See, I don't want to get into an interpretation of tongues because another subject. But we don't know what we should, we should pray for as we ought because a lot of times we're limited by what we know. We're limited by what we know. And what we don't know, we can't tap into it. But the Holy Ghost searches the mind of God. He knows what is on God's heart. And see, when we pray in other tongues here in the earth realm, God's will will be done. Because he has no authority here. I ain't got no help in here. God has, God has no authority here. He's given us the authority. Uh, so whether you want to talk about dunamis or dunamis or exousia, that power that comes from God is for us to handle the king's business. Bind that devil in Jesus' name. Tell him how the cow ate both the cabbage and the... And the and, yeah. So, in intercessory prayer, in interceding for the saints, according to the will of God, is manifested through speaking with tongues. Isn't that something? All right. Ephesians 6 and 18. Maybe a little revealed knowledge will come out of this as well. Because... The whole armor of God is kept in place by prayer. It's kept in place by prayer. Do not be afraid to ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. 
He will not give you a serpent. All right, Ephesians chapter 6, and just to take off on verse 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. Watch this. In the spirit. In the spirit. So praying in other tongues is praying in the spirit. And it's not this thing, every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. You better pray when ain't nothing moving. You're going you to wait till the spirit moving. Your whole weave could be snatched out. Huh? The whole arm of God is held together by prayer. Praying always. Help us, Holy Ghost. Always. That wasn't a prayer, that was a petition. Always. Praying always. Not shooting somebody, trying to go and hang them up. Praying always with all prayer. So there are different kinds of prayer. Supplication, thanksgiving, etc. Praying always. See, if, if you don't know what God would have you to do, then there's another prayer for that too. It's called, Lord, not my will, your will be done. Praying always with all prayer and supplication, supply list in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. So you should never show up here at this church if you have not already prayed for me. Now if you pray the Lord would have free course through me, and he says through me to you, then why you get mad? See, if you pray for me and it come to you and you don't like it, you won't get mad at me. Because you know it's the exact thing you need to hear. So there's no need of, God ain't out to hurt nobody in here. <laughs> That's not his modus operandi. He doesn't do that. So praying in the spirit is a manifestation of the spirit of God and us yielding our tongue, our heart to him so that we can speak. First uh, Corinthians chapter 14. Tongues is a source of intercessory prayer. And remember, when you pray in other tongues, or speaking with other tongues, you're not speaking unto man, you're speaking unto God. And if no man understands, you don't be concerned about that. It's some folks speaking English. You have to say, say that again. <laughs> uh, and they're well educated. They got three degrees. First Corinthians chapter 14. Watch this now, verse 2 and verse 4. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, however, in the spirit, that is, he speaketh mysteries. In the spirit. Look at verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. So then, you mean to tell me you've been filled with the Holy Ghost and you won't speak and everything around you is crumbling down and you living and operating in fear and you got the power to set yourself free? 
and you won't speak with other tongues, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. So somewhere between the speaking with tongues and praying with tongues, you ought to be in there. You ought to be in there. So I know there are some folks that take protein drink and some folk, you know, they, they, they all on this health kick and they count calories. And all. When you're hungry, I guarantee you, I don't give a flip how many calories in there. I, I have to deal with that later, Gator. Huh? I'm sitting here starving. My lips all white. I ain't got no lip balm or nothing. And I'm talking about I'm already 150 calories old. I'm going to be 500 old by the time I grab this burger. Uh, then there are folk that's in the gym 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, they all lifting weights and they doing crunches and, 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 and lunges and whatever else they're doing. You know, because they want to build up their physical body. I know you lose body mass index. I got it. I did a little reading. I got that. The hook part of me, the last part is kind of hanging on a little bit. <laughs> kind of hanging on a tad. So what do you do when you want to build yourself up on your most holy faith? You speak with tongues. See, some of y'all, I have to pull out every scripture because you ain't going to receive the first one. By six later up the road, oh, oh, okay. Don't be hard to be convinced. It's the word that you're hearing right divided, right? So when you speak with tongues, you're building yourself up. That's what it means to edify yourself. So if your batteries all run down, you all depressed, you, you can't get along with yourself or other people, your prayers are not going forward. And you're not able to build yourself up. That's why a lot of times people walk around with their head hanging down. Because they have too many issues unresolved. And the best way to resolve an issue is to get rid of the doggone thing. Throw it away. Throw it away. You do that in prayer. Okay? So praying in English, that's okay. But if you want to get down to the bottom line, speak with other tongues. You still here? Now, that old thing that everybody ain't going to speak with tongues. Well, probably because everybody don't want to. How many of y'all want everything God got for you? All right, you, you ought to want that. I refuse to be a Christian broke, smelly, living in a dilapidated condition, driving a car I have to get out and push every three miles. What is that about? Jesus said, you follow me, I'll give you houses. I'll give you lands. And it's going to come with persecution. Who told you being a Christian means you got to be poor and broken, all ragged and messed up? That is not in here for you. No good thing will I withhold from them that walk upright. So you got, you got to want better. Christ ought to represent better. So you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. These scriptures will take on a whole nother vantage point. I know that to be the truth. So as far as God is concerned, he wants all his children to be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak with tongues. 1 Corinthians 14, 39. Better not turn nothing up in here. So I have to watch y'all. It's, it, you know, 
Y'all pray for the preacher. 1439, what does it say? Wherefore, brethren, coveth to prophesy, and forbid not to speak with tongues. Now, that's the last word on that. So, who in the world is authorized by God to tell you not to speak with tongues? Nobody. So, where did that come from? It came from uneducated people that are being used by the devil to rob the body. And see, when you really want to do the will of God and you haven't read and somebody tells you you shouldn't be speaking with tongues, and then you stop speaking with tongues. And the devil and all his kinfolk from that day live up in your house, in your apartment, in your head, in your business. And it's almost like you don't have no power to get rid of him, which means you got the power, but you're withholding it. I remember when Muhammad Ali knocked Joe Frazier out. I mean, he's all on the ropes, taking a beating and beating. But see, if he hadn't unleashed the power, the fight would still be going on. See, when you have other things to do, it's time to knock him out. Mama said, knock him out. Mama said, knock him out. Now, the other side of edification for you as a believer should clearly be seen in why the Holy Ghost has come and why he sealed you and why he filled you. I want you to go to Isaiah, the 28th chapter. See, yesterday as our prayer summit got started, you know, I was encouraging the believers to cheer up. Because one weapon that you can use against the devil any given time is called joy. See, he comes to oppress. He comes to steal and kill. And the first thing that the devil wants to take away from God's people is their joy. Because once your joy is taken away from you or subdued, then you start looking like a long-faced lost child. And sadness dries up the bones. So why would I let sadness dry up my bones when I got joy available? And the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, if I pray and cast my cares on the Lord and intercede for the saints according to the will of God by praying in other tongues... Why would I have a problem? I should not have a problem. If I believe that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think according to the power that's at work in me, why would I have a problem? I just got through praying. In another place, Jesus said, we need to pray till our joy be full. That's why I don't understand long-faced Christians coming to church. I'm sorry. I ain't with you. I, I ain't taking up on, I don't understand that. The power to pray, the ability to rejoice, the understanding of getting rid of the whole thing that's trying to get rid of you. Look like some of us have thrown, some of y'all have thrown your joy out with the problem. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. How come you can't be perky and laugh a lot? Huh? Huh? You ought to be the sons and daughters will laugh a lot. Just laugh. A happy heart does good like a medicine. Learn how to laugh. 
Learn how to rejoice. Learn how to be happy. I tell you what, if joy is a state of being, and it is, joy is a state of being, then happiness got to be a state of mind. That's why Paul said, I think myself happy. Why tongues? Tongues is to alleviate all stress. Back the devil up. Let him know that you ain't playing this time. God is sending you coded language for you to say to give you some space to grow and to be and to rejoice evermore and to quench not the spirit. And we come like we don't even know who the Lord is. I don't need nobody to pump me up. I think all of it is good singing. I don't know what key I'm in, but the Lord already gave me the liberty. He loves noise. Could I get some help up in there? I mean, you know, I, I ain't trying to sing like Stephanie wants me to sing. She ain't no way around when I'm singing. Now, y'all better sing like she wants you to sing. But, but listen, God loves a joyful noise. So, so, so here's the rundown. I'm born again? Yeah. I'm washed in the blood of the crucified one? Yeah. I done received him whoever liveth? Yeah. I've been baptized by the Holy Ghost into the body, yes. I speak with other tongues more than you all, yeah, yeah. Very seldom will you ever see this preacher down. It makes no sense to me. None. Now, don't try to tell me that I don't know what you're going through. I do. I see it on your face. Everybody knows. But the deal is what you're going to do about it. We are equipped to live here with the power of the Holy Ghost. And we are equipped to live here until we leave here. At the end of days, God wants you happy. But the question is, see, but the question is, do you want to be happy? then you need to let Jesus take the wheel if you want to be happy. Thank you, Kirk Franklin. That's exactly what you need to do. You say, well, that's difficult. It's difficult because you won't let it go. Why hold on to something that's taking you down? Isaiah 28, verse 11 and 12. I mean, God's all over this place today, but I just wonder who has ears to hear. Isaiah 28, 11 and 12. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, this is the rest by which ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. If we, old body of Christ, listen, if we could just understand that God wants us free and happy and empowered to live a powerful life here in this earth realm, then if I were you, I would take inventory. I would ask myself, whatever happened to my joy and why then am I not happy? Now, sometimes people are not happy because they're trying to change old, settled in their mind, grown folk. Man, it's, listen, it's some of these folk older than the woods. Everybody done tried to change them. 
they can, they can see them coming a mile away without glasses. They come and try to change me. You think you're going to try to change me? You ain't tell me what to do. This is my life. I live it like I want. I'm doing it like that. Yeah, Some folk need to change. Could be you. Could be me. I'm not afraid to change. I am not afraid to change. If I wanted to wear me a pink suit this morning, I'd be right up in there in a pink suit. And, and check this out. You wouldn't have to like it. it ain't your suit. No. No, no. I refuse. I refuse to let people with their little stuff put me in bondage when the Lord has taken so much power to set me free. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Why tongues? For power. Why tongues? For enlightenment. Why tongues? So God's will can get into the earth realm. When Jesus left here and sent the power, he gave us ability to run this place. (laughs) You know, Pastor, I don't want no trouble. Let me tell you something. If you're born again, you got to have some trouble to see whether or not no faith works. Today's message, Why Tongues? FC2665, FC2665 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, net. Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. Power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, 
verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Don't